Let's drone out. And I bet you weren't expecting me. Uh, tonight, you are joined by uh, the Bravo team, uh, the other guy out flying with Right Riot. Yeah, it's getting a bit old school. So we are joined by uh, producer Frank, also known as Andrew. Hello. Andrew, Andy RC. Hello, thanks for having me. Painless360, who's got his mute mic'd. No, that's all right. One of my 3D printers has just kicked into life in classic timing. But good evening. How are you? <laughs> Told you, Andy, RC, it, it, weren't, it weren't long. That was it. Two seconds. Yeah, like, like two, second, two seconds in and I'm getting the, what did you call it? Money capped out? Yeah. Out. Uh, is... uh, I, I was going to call it your pussy. Yes. Right, make... well, that's what <laughs> it is, though. Anyway. It? Only took me five anyway. hours to get one. <laughs> it's gone down here already. Hello, good to be back. Been a little while. And Tony. Bonjour. Yeah. Uh, for all you French listeners, Rotor Riot will be with you shortly. Wow, it's it's good to be back. It's good to be uh, here chatting. It's good to be surrounded by the people I know and love. And what the and, hell have you been um, up to, man? You've been you've been absent for for such a while. Tell us what what shenanigans you've been you've been up to. Not not much. Like you know, uh, just you know, arguing with people, uh, <laughs> falling asleep, loads. Uh, no, um, do, you got doing your a bit of building. There, you? No, I haven't. What happened was I went to fly the ESCs. Oh, uh, the PDB shorted that I got for my birthday from Oscar Lang, name drop right there. Um, yeah, it shorted like the I cable tied my ESC so tight to the carbon frame that they shorted, shorted the right hand side of the PDB. I landed, and then went to fly again. The whole right side of the uh, quad just didn't work at all, and uh, so fairly, fl fairly flight crystal. Yeah. So all in all. I'm not having much luck. I think it's because I sniggered uh, Tom Greer because, like, his big quad didn't work either. And I think I'm paying instant karma. So, Greer, if you're listening. <laughs> so, anyway, tonight, um, I've, we've got, I've got a segment, first segment ever. Uh, I'll tell you about that later. But uh, tonight's theme is um, UK... Uh, reviewers so these guys handle uh andy rc painless 360 and nj tech all handle the latest tech and kind of know what's cool i'm still flying a kiss board with kiss escs and i've only just taken cobra motors off my quads because i'm a philistine and uh tony's got three more hardware than these guys have tested but yeah what's new guys <laughs> Well, I'm just going to quickly say, you see, it, all these things, like many fashions, come full circle. There's you thinking you're a philistine for mentioning Cobra Motors, and they are very much the rage at the minute. Um, so Cobra are very much uh, uh, back on form. Their uh, their race series motors are, are superb. I've tested uh, 
a fair few different motors recently and those are, are standing out to be excellent power and torque so yeah look you're back in fashion without having to do anything jack oh my god man i am that old you've got a lick of lens though um we've got um striker saying lens liquor come on jack oh, back now. mate that is lens. so funny your little tongue like a little animal like <laughs> lens liquor so funny uh please put that link oh he's frozen i shouldn't have because i'm on this really good i might have to close that <laughs> Uh, put Stop the link trying. to that video. Stop trying to stream all the YouTube videos at the same time. I know. I know. <clears throat> um, Andy RC and Painless, you guys were at Western. How did you find it? Yeah, I, I loved it. Obviously, you saw I got extremely sunburnt, and you were you were there to spray me with some suntan cream, which no, spray me <laughs> with some white liquid. So it was it was a strange experience uh, meeting someone like that for the first time, but I I, I, I really did need it, and I, uh, so yeah. I uh, I was just nearly marking my territory. No, I'm really fond of you. Please put the sunglasses on because he looks like the views. Please please have. So them. so when I when I uh, turned up at Western Park, I had these sunglasses on and i was accused of looking like someone from the band muse which I, i'm fine with i love muse so you know, i didn't have a problem with that better than the names i've been called in the past yeah. uh painless introduced me uh, we must say a big thank you to uh, mrs painless for letting him have an hour of the evening at <laughs> uh, slight short notice um yeah i really enjoyed it it's the first time i've ever been and i had a fantastic time and it was lovely because most of the crowd were there so it was a great chance to kind of meet everybody and say hello it's amazing how much changes in this hobby and yet how much stays the same um but no it was nice to see you too as well jack i'd love to have you back in charge of uh, let's drone out so uh so thanks for inviting me on but for me, what we're playing with at the moment is a lot of flight controller stuff again. It seems to have come around more, if I can talk about fixed wing for a moment, more um, kind of planes and wings than drones at the moment. Good lad. Tech Sumo. What's on there, buddy? It's even got holes for... What, an it's, it's waiting. And it's got LEDs at the back, Tony. Oh, no, you've gone one up on me. No, nice. no, I've got some LEDs for you as well, my friend. Oh, There's thank it. you, Jack. <laughs> yeah. You, you know you'll be fitting them as well, don't you? <laughs> so what flight control are you putting on there, Jack? I've got no idea. Um, if you, uh, Matthew, what's his name? Matthew, you know, the guy who's like, uh, what is his name? Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, I've seen him. Ma is it Osborne? Matthew Osborne? Yeah, something O, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I mean, he's he's. I've been watching his little build video, and he recommends the the usual iNav. Um, oh, man. Uh, he's got the, an Omnibus F3, I believe, and he's using the Pixhawk compatible um, uh, GPS. And yeah, so I've been checking that out, and you know, I'm, I'm thinking about that, you know. But um, equally, uh, uh, Joshua Bardwell mentioned that um, I think there's M MSP uh, conflict on. I can't remember the actual term, but it's to do with the uh, 
data being saved to the memory card so quickly and having such a high resolution of information and um, high amount of, of information, uh, resolution of the frequencies of uh, you know oscillation and, and noise, so that you could you could do more complex filtering. And apparently, that's cranked so high um, when you're saving all that to uh, the memory card, you've got a bit of a conflict, and your quad does a weird shaky and then falls out the sky. So I don't know. And uh, Bus and he, he was having um, fail safe issues. So I don't know, but I was thinking an omnibus F3 rather than F4. I use the omnibus F3 in all the builds I've done with iNav and it's worked flawlessly, but I'm not using black box, so maybe that's why I'm not bumping into those problems with MSP. But uh, I, I, I might have a spare board or two. Let me see what I can dig out for you, buddy, if you need one. Oh, yeah. No worries. Um, yeah, it, I believe it's only F4. No, it's, you do get a bit panicky when you just hear the word omnibus because it's all, you know, it's, to me, it's all under one umbrella. Who knows? People in the chat might know. Why even have an FC on a wing? More enjoyable. It's, it's mainly, for, it's mainly for, for flight stability. It's actually been around quite a long time. I mean, the last time I put any kind of flight stabiliser on an aircraft, I had a, uh, still got it actually gathering dust in the loft, is a Straga, uh, which is a P-51 Reno racer. It's an electric model that, that's sort of gunned for about 100 miles an hour. And uh, the, the biggest problem with that was it generates so much torque. It was a nightmare to take off with. Um, and... At the time, the flight stability board I used was actually by a company called Eagle Tree, and I think I think they're still doing things. Eagle Tree have been around quite a long time, um, but they're basically doing a similar thing. They're introducing part of the input um, alongside your stick commands uh, and using gyroscopes to help stabilise the wing and keep it nice and level. So when you get incredible amount of torque rolling on takeoff, for instance. Uh, it can automatically compensate for that and, you know, theoretically respond a lot quicker than you can on the stick. So, yeah, it's flight stabilisation in a, in a, you know, just a, on a different aircraft. In fact, even if you look, go back to the birth of, like, CC3D, if we go all the way back then, the original wizard uh, on the handmade boards, the original ones, when it was came together, you could choose your type of aircraft at the beginning of the wizard. And, of course, one of those was fixed wing and uh, as well as quadcopter and what have you. So, And even helicopter, I think, there was some some use for it then. Um, so, yeah, they've been around doing it for, for planes uh, probably before the quads came along, I'd say. I'm hoping when Tony's older and he gets, well, and older and he gets grey, I, I hope he'd grow a beard so he'd look more like a wizard. <laughs> Oh, wizards and wizards are becoming the rage again now, aren't they? I mean, like race flight has uh, done a good job with with reintroducing the wizards. I think they're they're a fabulous idea. Help help reduce headaches for for newbies. It's, it's yeah. I, I mean, I do remember Open Pilot and how you know uh, the wizard in that. Um, you like move your uh, move like the calibration slider and stuff like that and you know you're calibrating each esc individually rather than it's kind of i know it's a little bit of a bad habit it's kind of nice to i wondered how long it would take someone to write the word wizard sleeve yeah I was just... the... <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh, like, i've got adhd and like it just <laughs> well done chris <laughs> 
So uh, I've got to ask um, just while while we're here, just um, uh, quickly, Andy. I presume that is the famous review bed behind you or re- review surface. Is it a bed? I've assumed it's a bed. It's a bed. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Jack about that earlier because, like, one of the main comments that I get the entire time is, "Can you not afford a table?" And I, I think, I think I can afford a table. That's not why I do it. Um, I'm a fan of a YouTuber called Ashens, and Jack was actually telling me that he met him. And uh, I, I just loved his style. He has this like dreary uh, sofa, and like he does all of his reviews just on this sofa. And I thought, I thought there's something really real about that. So yeah, it's it's great, but it's iconically you as well. Like when we see the thumbnail with that particular you know red spread behind it, which well, at first I was imagined was a really plush like velvet red cushion or something I wasn't quite yeah. sure but it is distinctly yeah yeah well th- this room was designed for YouTube to sort of stand out actually uh, you know with the, the crazy cl- it used to have uh, I don't know if you remember it used to have a checkered uh, thing all the way across there and uh, I did that just to sort of grab people's attention really and well I don't know whether it worked but you know people still join the channel so yeah that's the famous or unfamous review platform <laughs> behind me just stick a camera in front of it and away i go Fab. yeah um, um, and you, you we... go on jack no, oh, I, I was uh, just gonna say um you've 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 recently reviewed the DJI spark and yeah i did that, that yesterday i saw i saw that and there was just i just quickly wanted to mention that because i just saw myself in exactly your shoes which was feeling incredibly uncomfortable for even like a few moments at watching a drone in the sky and realizing all you have to play with is the touch screen on your phone absolutely i mean i have no direct connection with it i can see you're a little out of your comfort zone well uh the the first time i had a dji product was the phantom 4 and i used my android phone with that and it just crashed constantly and it still does. I don't know if I need to do an update or something like that, but um, I needed to use the iPhone. I, I bought an iPhone. I don't. It's not like my daily driver, but for DJI stuff, it has to be the iPhone because it just works. And I think DJI design it for mm. the iPhone. I mean, they're a company that um, sort of takes inspiration from Apple anyway, so uh, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, you're right. Even with an Apple device, I flew it away for like, it must, I think we're saying 30 meters. And all of a sudden, everything froze up on the phone and I, I, I had no control. And, I, and, then I'm just, and then I'm just thinking, well, that could just disappear any, anywhere. Now, luckily, it came back. And uh, the DJI are much better at uh, stuff like that these days. They tend not to fly away so much. Uh, I've certainly not had that with them, so... Yeah, they're yeah. quite scary, some of those videos. I've, I've got some really old DJI stuff, um, you know, even their early NASA stuff, and, and I've, I've never had the flyaway issue, but, of course, there's always going to be... Well, there are, you know, videos of, of people's gear just up and uh, outing to different... <coughs> kind of with their own agenda uh, to head off somewhere yeah. else. So I'm always a little bit cautious of stuff like that and, and not having real control over a proper flight safe. You never had a flyaway? No, never. Sorry. No, nor have I. And I, I found out Sorry. it was my USB cable every time. That, I had that caused the flyaway? 
no, the, if, if the if everything anything crashed or disconnected, it was always my USB cable or bad USB connection. Mm. And I also sorry, I love that. I fell away. It's it's been my USB cable. What your USB cable caused the flyaway. Sorry. <laughs> 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 ever had a flyaway but any anything whatever went wrong disconnection or anything like that always ended up being my usb cable just move it about a bit and then it haven't you got a million lying around like the rest of us that you can just swap yeah, with another there's one there's always a good one what works you know better than in, any any of the others so that's what that's all i found out and i and i used i use a um a, a tesco's tablet you know that 99 pound tablet Works I thought you were talking about like paracetamol then when you said tablet. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, I don't Tony, care as much anymore. Tony doesn't do do prescription drugs. Um, should we go to our first new segment? Our, our, yeah, it's my new segment. And I've only just come up with it. It is called it, Tony. What? Don't put me on the spot here. What? Right, so you guys get to ask Tony a timer. You can ask him anything, you know, uh, ask him to talk about if the Earth's flat, if um, Al Levine's been switched, um, (laughs) his thoughts on M2 mind control, anything. (laughs) Any any questions? All great subjects. I mean, you know, I think you mentioned that. The, the, the first one that intrigued me the most was the um, the flat earth theory. Are we, start, are we started already? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, go, go, go. go. <laughs> um, like, where where did that sort of idea come from, from yourself? Did you start off thinking the world is round and then slowly thought it, you know, it was no longer round? How, how, what was the sort of thought? Too much YouTube. Too late nights and too much wine. That's what that is. <laughs> just answered for me. Uh, no need to answer anymore. That's exactly right. What sort of? Oh what sort of as, as someone who flies, though, that that's I find that interesting for me because I've flown around all the world and I would have expected at some point to see the edge of it, but I never did. So uh, I think as as you fly yourself as well, what is the what is the answer to that? That you know, with you being a pilot, how can you sort of still think that theory is valid? Oh my God, I'm actually looking out my window, and there's like a something sitting in the sky. I'm actually going to record this. It's aliens. They're coming for you. They're coming for you. There's something in the sky. I've got to zoom in and take a picture. Yeah, only, only on Let's Dream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't last 10 minutes. It's ADHD. There's a black thing in the A35. Sky. A35. Does, does, it have, do. does it have wings and a propeller, I've got news for you if it does. Did we go to the moon? <laughs> I, I experience this all the time on my channel. Uh, in a few cases, you, you know, some of the cheap quadcopters that have poor cameras on them. And when you, put, when you point them at the sun, the... Uh, sun it sort of goes black like a black yeah. dot the amount of times i've had people say what's going on with the sun and clearly the answer is just well the exposure of the sun it, it can't cope with it but people tell me that there's a ufo in the sky and also um before i started my youtube channel like, 
<laughs> before I started my YouTube channel, uh, like specifically for drones and stuff, I did a about a 30 second shot of the moon and the amount of grief I got in the comments just for posting a picture of the moon telling me, you know, was it saying it was made of cheese? Yes. Things like that. Just or, or the, oh, it's here. There is honestly a black dot hovering and not doing anything and i can't tell oh is. my god <laughs> is it round he's like it's a okay, cow with a laser it's pen is it round though is it round or flat I, really, I can't tell it's just there's just a black solid dot jet black above the sun where the sun's gone down and it is not moving. I'm when like, you move your eyes, does the dot move? <laughs> when you move your head. I love the comment I've just got by text. It's getting bigger. Ten minutes might have been too ambitious. <laughs> um, they, told, they, said, they said, don't name me, but... <laughs> it's it's on your window, you knobber. Do your job. <laughs> oh yeah, it is actually. I've just the window. <laughs> well, I, I like what to... you've done. You killed Jack. First I, wanted... I wanted to ask about this mind bending thing, or not mind bending, mind reading. But I don't. We're not. No. Have we got? No, I don't. He, he I lost him. Time for MK Ultra. Oh, okay. Up, it's really interesting. But technically, it's reading people's minds, is it? No, it's it's um, manipulating people. Oh, well, don't we all do that, though, don't we? Isn't that... Yeah, <laughs> manipulating the masses. Yeah, it happens a lot lately. Um, <laughs> hey, English, I'd love to know what your... Have you got any questions for Tony at all? Um, well, surely... I just wondered how the chicken was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Richard. Uh, Richard Smart might like that. Um, Richard's going to get payback for that. Jack, is it worthwhile just explaining for those of the audience who don't know about Tony's cock the the story? <laughs> that is that is a that is a line so, I never thought. So, no, so and welcome to the YouTube channel Painless Three Sixty. We're here to talk about Tony's cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, it's oh, quite cute. God. I thought it looked smashing. I did. I thought it was a great one. <laughs> it felt a bit ruffled. Yeah. Okay, it's moving. That chicken right was for sucking, not eating, by the way. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, anyway, uh, should we talk about some drone stuff? Um, yes, no, there is I something I want to. <clears throat> I want to quickly ask. So I'm still waiting for my uh, review sample of the Runcam split. Um, painless, have you got yours yet? Did you did you have a look at it? And what did you think? And Andy, have you got one on the way? I've got one on the way. Okay. A whole new feed. Oh, we're back. We're back. Excellent. Sorry, folks. Certainly, excuse the UFO who passed over us. Sent some communication issues. I've been abducted for about three seconds, and I'm back. Go on, mate. I was just going to say, just to, to, to pick up, because there was some really great stuff that everyone missed before we uh, before we got uh, taken out by aliens. Um, uh, Painless, you were saying about your, your thoughts about the um, Runcam split and you think in terms of how it may have been a little bit rushed. Can you just elaborate on that for us quickly? 
Yeah, I'm not sure where we lost the stream. Um, so just to recap, latency is very low. It's kind of low 50s. It actually works really well. The camera's beautiful. The record, the way it records is really good. Um, there's a couple of little things about it, like the Wi-Fi board having to be plugged into the side, a wacky 90-degree angle that's never going to fit inside anybody's drone, does make it feel like it's kind of a version 1.0 of the product. Now, normally we'll run cam stuff. Um, I'm always really impressed that it feels so polished because run cams seem at the moment to uh, almost want to make sure they have a camera for everybody. Um, and in fact, you know, I've got a couple more here that we're about to, to have another look at. They're re revising their current ones. But the split as it stands is great. I think if you want to do the split with the Wi-Fi stuff, I think we need to w wait for version 1.1 and see if they have a slightly better way of how to integrate that. But to be honest... I don't think you need the Wi-Fi stuff. The way I've been using it is just stick it inside the quad on top of the flight controller stack before you fly, hit the button to start the recording, and, uh, and at the end of it, you know, kind of uh, pop your SD card out. That's the only other thing about it as well. The SD card, the way they, um, they've connected it, is normally with these kind of action camera thingies they tend to have those spring-loaded micro sd card um slots so you know if, if it has a really good spring if you catch it with your fingernail it kind of flings it into the grass over your shoulder um they've opted not to do it on this one the the sd card holders that kind that has a little kind of latch that you have to pull up to 90 degrees um put the card in then push it over the top of the sd card and slide it in so it's like the kind that you used to find in the back of some old mobile phones again that's really really safe it does it means that that card is never going to get ejected in a crash but if it's in the guts in the middle of a quadcopter right you're not going to be able to get in to swap the sd card so once that sd card is in and you've installed it you've pretty much got to wave that sd card goodbye um, and use the usb connection for downloading your videos yeah it sounds like as you say it's it's you know... 1.1 will be the way to go. This this kind of expects you to accommodate for more vertical space than you would traditionally have in the kind of quads we're putting them in. And, and albeit that most frame designs are only getting more small, small, more compact as the more all-in-ones like the Betaflight border around. You know, these these stacks are getting smaller and smaller, and, and the split sounds like it, it needs some vertical space to to plug things in and lift latches up and what have you. So, as you say, maybe the 1.1 version will be the uh, the real killer. But it must be great, uh, certainly in terms of suddenly being able to use lose a good 80 to 100 grams of weight off the top of your quad. So there must be some nice benefit from that. It, it is, and the, the actual image itself, you know, the, the run cam wide dynamic range is very good. You know, it's we introduced, gosh, what, nine, ten months ago, and all the current cameras have it, um, and this one has it too. So even when you're flying in really nice, bright conditions, you're not losing any of that detail in the shadow, and it's not blowing the sky out either. So it, it performs really well. You know, I'm I'm like you. I'm you know the quad. In fact, I've got one in front of me right now that I'm currently building, uh, which is a two um, stack flight controller and power distribution board OSD. Um, in this quad, I wouldn't have any room with this. It's a seriously pro. It's the the F4 Neo with the with the companion OSD power distribution board I'm using for this one. Um, sure. But I've I've run out of room. If I wanted it to put inside here, I couldn't. I'd have to go with with this kind of frame. It's one of those. Um, is it the GP7X5 or whatever it is? It's that that I've used a couple of them before. But um, if I was going to try and put it in this frame, I'd have to use something like the Betaflight board, which is great. But 
you know, the beat flight board isn't all things to all men. So it, it's, you know, it's um, it's a compromise, I guess. It's like anything at the moment, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. I see Oscar Lang has put um, a GoPro lens on the front of his run cam and got rid of the um, props in view. So the GoPro is actually, the GoPro lens is narrower than the original lens. Is that what you're well, saying? That's what I've seen on his feed and some stuff that he put on um, Facebook and stuff. He's put a GoPro lens on and got rid of the got rid of the props and the bit of the quad that he could see with the original lens. And That's interesting because I thought if if the the, the the kind of GoPro the GoPro lens is sitting around a two point one, I thought. So does that mean that the, the split field of view is even wider than that? It's like a one point eight. Do you, do you know painless the answer to that off the top of my head i'd have to kind of dig out the specs and have a look at the website but a lot of the although the split at the moment um i'm not sure if it comes with changeable i think as i've looked at so many cameras over the past three or four weeks they're kind of blurring into one at the moment but a lot of the the run cam ones in particular you can buy different lenses with different fields of view so if you want to have a slightly thinner more narrow field of view to kind of miss your props if you're going to use it then you can let me while we're talking um I'm, let me just mute myself while i'm doing lots of typing let me just see if i can find the detail and i'll, uh, I'll if i can find it quickly i'll talk about it great and um, after you jack on that's that new board with the um uh, vibration uh isolated um imu oh the hollybro board yeah. The Kakute. <laughs> yeah. Great pronunciation, Andy. That is awesome. That smells better than, my, than I'm going to ring you in future and ask how you pronounce these no, things. No, don't do that because every single video I post, I'm saying something wrong. Everyone tells me I'm saying beta flight wrong and it should be beta flight. And, uh, yeah, but they're American. What do they know? It's beta. It's I say beta, yeah. you live. And yeah, yeah, I say beta. Like re the Revo turns into the Revo uh, the further north you go. Yeah. <laughs> the Revo, like the RPM quad. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that flight controller, I was told it's a Japanese flight controller. I don't know if that's true, and I was pronouncing it completely wrong, but anyways. Well, so so well, it's an A32. <laughs> Davey Boy says there's an option on the run cam site to opt for the 2.5 millimeter or the GoPro lens for the split. Yeah, both field of view 165 degrees. So it's pretty wide, actually. I imagine on most quads, you're going to clip the edge of the props. Yeah, I, quite like, I quite like the props in view, personally. I, yeah, I so do I. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind it, to be honest. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but, but if you go to the website, you can see that that um slightly wacky wi-fi board stuck down the side um yeah i saw that the, the 90 degree in. yeah just to plug it in and do settings on the fly and then go and fly or well it, it is because it doesn't lock in place so um if if you did try and do that and then had a crash you'd never find it again so it's almost like a temporary thing but it, but for me it's almost redundant it has an on-screen display anyway um and there's talk, well, there's a couple of pull requests for things like Betaflight to try and put some of the settings so you can actually control run cam cameras directly from the OSD 
uh, in beta flight, which would be, and who knows how quickly that would arrive. But it just, for me, I just forget the Wi-Fi, just stick it on, you know, put an SD card in there and, you know, pretend you're never going to see the SD card again and then find a place to stick it inside your quad and then you can get rid of uh, of the Immobius or your GoPro or whatever and save all that weight if you're a, if you're a weight free. Where does it take the power from, Lee? So like, I'm just concerned here with, you know, powering up a sort of HD module, a camera. I mean, usually you'd plug your camera these days directly into the flight controller, wouldn't you? But, um, you know, how, how does the sort of HD part of it plug into your power system? Great question. So the way it works is, you know, that little three pin cable that plugs into the back of a standard run cam or yeah, like yeah. a fat shot, you know, that with a ground plus five volts and the, and the, um, the signal. If yeah. all you do is you unplug that little cable from the back of your existing camera that's in your quad and stick that camera into the only connector that's on the board itself and that five volts powers everything. So right. all you have to do is make sure that that five volt supply um, can handle the current because the the whole system itself runs about 650 660 milliamps yeah so, so if you're running wow. a really lightweight video transmitter that can only supply 500 milliamps for a, for a little camera um, it won't hack it but I've been using it here with the elites from Hobby King and the immersion RC old transmitters and the tramp. And they they run it fine. They've got enough current on the five volt output to to be happy. I'm just thinking some of these all in one flight controllers now. You you plug the camera directly into the flight controller. So for the five volt there, it, you could potentially have a problem, couldn't you? I, if, I think uh, the Beta Flight one, the the five volt reg on that is rated up to about I think it's nearly three amps or something um, it's quite well beefed up um but it's certainly something you should you're absolutely right it's something to be cautious of because i'm yeah. sure there are some other boards out there it might be an older board that you like that maybe doesn't actually carry that kind of current uh punch so yes yeah, definitely worth thinking about it's not it's not a problem if you've got i mean things like the brain um re1 you know that's f4 flight, flight controller they've just revved their bits and pieces so i think it's about 1.25 amps on the five volt out from that but if you haven't got enough five volts in the system already one of those little you know those little thumbnail size matex yeah. um, they're, they're bloody brilliant and you know yeah. you can just stick one by the side of everything else just have it running the five volts and just let that do it i've got them in loads of little craft just to make sure that i've got a lovely clean supply for what everyone trying to run yeah they, they, they work perfectly for sure so um andy i was going to say what well, how how are you finding this uh this whole micro drone thing because I've, I've got my first sort of proper micro brushless oh, recently, yeah. well, which was which, which was the lizard. it's the lizard and i did a, a couple of videos on that and i'm just utterly stunned how i mean i really threw some quite hard acro at it like i was flying one of my five inch and it was the power to rate ratio on these things is is if anything better on something like 3s than uh 4s on on a five inch so it was actually incredibly capable and i think that the i think that's that whole side of things is now going to really start booming um, but i've seen oh, yeah. a lot come through your through your channel so i mean how are you finding it I mean, there's so many of them that, like, this week, if the, if the spark hadn't have turned up this week, I'd have been able to do a seven straight days of these micros because there's so many. I've got one here, actually. This one's called the 
awesome. Oh, they, they've got all sorts of different names. This one's called the uh, Awesome 95. And uh, the the biggest problem with them really is you. I think you've got one of the best ones there with the lizard because, um, you know, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about the uh, wet, powering the the run can system because a problem that a lot of these micros have got is making sure that there's enough current to go to all of the components. And um, I'm seeing a lot of models turn up with like a, a JST connector and a two cell battery, but then we're powering an all-in-one ESC board, we're powering um, a like Pico flight controller, they've stuck LEDs on there, we've got a buzzer, we've got a telemetry receiver all going through you know, a little JST wire. And one of the main complaints and the, one of the main issues that I see is you'll take off and you'll brown the system out, whether it be the ESC is not getting enough current, whether the flight controller resets or you just uh, fail safe with the receiver. You've got, uh, and uh, another one as well is um, if they don't have an on-screen display, sometimes the uh, camera VTX, uh, it can't draw enough current and also the camera cuts out on full throttle. Um, so um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things that needs improving um, the best thing to do is build your own sticker XT60 connect. Uh, sorry, 30, yeah. XT, <laughs> XT30. My only problem I have with the XT30 is I found out the hard way that they quite easily go in the wrong way. Um, which really? obviously, oh, yeah, well. yeah. I if, if, if you that. like just take one that obviously isn't connected to anything and just twist it around, I think the tolerances of the plastic because it's smaller they will go in the wrong way. But I think it's got to be the way to go because we're asking so much current from these models and uh. Um, it's it's not working. Yeah. Well, those JSTs are literally like little thin blades, so it's in entirely possible that's uh, that's a, a, literally a bottleneck yeah. to the system. So yeah. uh, more an oversight by the manufacturers, I would think, than anything. But yeah, the XT30 is a, a pretty uh, a pretty good lightweight solution. Well, the way that it works that, is these these. Sorry, Jack. The um, that's going to totally do, Tony. You know, with the old like square peg in a round hole thing. You know, I got him one of those for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think uh, testing the lizard that's one of the best ones because that's got a XT30 on there, and also if you stick a high C battery, that's important for these micros, high C batteries, so that you know nothing browns out, or the community calls it flip of death. Um, because a lot of the time they're RTF, so people aren't building them. But obviously, when you build a model yourself, I've built a few micros myself. When you see it do a flip on its own in the sky, you know that something's not getting enough power, either if it's the flight controller or the ESCs. And yeah. uh, that. That would definitely fall into line with my experience as well. The batteries that I've I've used the one that came with it. I've I've got some uh, some sixty C batteries coming along, and that I totally agree. A good strong battery that will hold its voltage will be uh, a real performance booster. I mean, it's all already great, and being so light um, obviously means you know low inertia. Not only does it is it incredibly crash resilient because it's not carrying any inertia, but also that uh, when when you are punching the throttle on these things it's not got an enormous amount of mass to um to 
it's to really cause a problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, so it's great for that. But I, I think that's the only thing that I'm looking forward to seeing a sort of tangible difference is, is putting mm. a 60C battery on it. Um, but yes, but super interesting times that these are, these are really becoming a thing now. And rightly so, the performance is great. This is actually why recently I built the uh, Pyrodrone Hyperlite Floss, I think it's called. Uh, YouTuber named FPV Kebab. Um, he designs these really lightweight frames, uh, for, but for five inch. So I think you're on to something there when you said that, you know, these micros, because they don't weigh anything, you can crash them at full pelt pretty much and nothing really breaks sometimes the props don't even break and i think that that's the way that five inch is probably heading as well because batteries aren't getting any lighter but our components are getting lighter the the, the motors are getting lighter the we're having these all-in-one systems now where it's just one or two boards that's got your vtx in there even sometimes a receiver and everything all in one so those things are getting really light and uh, i think that's the way that it's going and yeah it's pretty exciting to see not, where it's going to go next really not really good for racing though especially when you're doing up and over on gates you do up and over on a gate and you need to get down quick i, I don't like it yeah there's the, the, it, again it, it's all down to um people's specifics what they like with the characteristics they like from from when you fly it. See, I've got a, a an alien here, which is quite a heavy quad in comparison. So the alien's like 600 grams, uh, and then this floss one is 410 grams. And I I was preferring it. I thought it'd scare the hell out of me because of the power to rate and power to weight and everything like that. But actually, uh, it uh, it corners nice, and I was really surprised because yeah, I was skeptical about that for racing as well. But one thing I will say is that I don't do much racing myself and I found that I didn't need a lot of the power most of the time because I just like fly freestyle. So um, I know a lot of uh, people are going to these floss frames specifically just for racing, but it is, it is, um, it's very specific to your style, I think. Jack first. Just, sorry. Am I back? Am I back? Am I back? You're yes, back. you're back. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, we come up to like the hour mark, and I'm aware that painless needs to nip off. So you talk about those multi boards. There's no real redundancy. If you break something, there's not going to be another component, which leads me to the whole GMAC FPD painless uh, new Pigs Hall video series. How's that coming along? Really good, actually. Um, I have a my whole entire dining room table is covered with a very large plane at the moment with half of the build on it. So the next video is going to be up tomorrow and then we'll very quickly be going on to the next two or three. So if you want to kind of see them before they come out, then they'll be available in the playlist. Uh, we're going to stick it on the talon plane and then i was actually doing uh, some training for the commercial uh, pilot's license at the beginning of the week with uh, some guys who have some very big toys they're using the pixhawk 2.1 in a couple of big planes so what we might do as part of the series is actually go in a field and actually go through the whole thing from uh, doing the mission planning uploading it to the pixhawk and then flying a mission and downloading the logs do the whole thing as like a, a practical experience and um, the other thing that's coming after that 
as well. In August, I've received my vector. A uh, couple of subscribers, well, more than a couple, actually, a couple of dozen have been asking me to look at the vector. And the guys at Vector have been brilliant and sent me one to have a look at. So we'll be putting a vector in a fixed wing in August. So if there's anything anyone wants to see in that series, let me know and I'll try and cover it as part of that too. Fabulous. Still there. Any other questions that we need to... <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Digby Dan. I love the playlist too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just checking uh, anything else. Like, no, I can't think. No, I haven't got any questions. You're going to talk about, I think, Jack, when you mentioned about the problem of redundancy with these all-in-one. Yeah, if you break something, how? Yeah, how do you get around that? You see, I was worried about that at first, but me personally. I haven't had a single one of these all-in-one ESCs fail so far. That was something I was really concerned about, but I think that I think eventually everyone will switch to them because I found them really reliable. I've not had one burn up or anything like that, and they are lighter and cheaper than adding four ESCs. So, like I said, I was really skeptical at first, but until one breaks on me. I, when one breaks, I'll probably change my mind and, and say they're absolutely terrible. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking it at the moment. I think, you know, if you built a brushed micro quadcopter, the FETs are built into the, into the flight controller. So, you know, we're kind of getting towards that now, I think, where we're just having one or two boards. And, yeah, if, if like, say, the VTX fails. So I think I reviewed the, um, the the Fly Pro Tower, I think it's called, and that's got its VTX built into it. So if you burn a VTX, the entire thing's gone, really, isn't it, unless you... And that's quite an easy thing to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's just got a little connector, little, are they called FLF mm. connectors? It just pings off. NFL? UFL so, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. UFL, UFL. UFL. So I just got a text from my mum. She thinks, right, tomorrow there's Shrewsbury Prison Ghost Hunt. Yeah. It starts at 9 pm to 3 30 am. Digby Dan, I think we're going to go to Shrewsbury. I think we should do that. I thought we weren't telling anyone about this. Does, do you are you do you both believe in ghosts? Then is that what it is? We're doing a um a little mini something called. Uh, I don't know. Have you have fright you had fright night? Fright night. I'm right. basically gonna cry on camera and probably <laughs> <on> Jack. <laughs> I was I was inspired by um the mini air show where saggy nun was really drunk and they were filming on their mobile phone with a torch and you just see a flash of saggy nun really drink drunk and he was making all like ah, noises and if you were to mute that drunk happy noise if you were to mute that and put some sinister music over it it would have been like it was like something for blair witch because i watched it muted <laughs> what the hell is this actually going to cry on camera and like be hugging you and like hanging off your nipple and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> mate, if it gets too much, I'm out of there. I might believe in ghosts, Andy RC, I'm sorry. You, you might I'm sorry. believe in I'm them. I'm scared of moths and I kind of believe in ghosts. It, it doesn't matter, Jack, a... because it doesn't matter because they believe in you. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. You know, look, we've all got a little bit of Tim Portoni in us. 
Tony, where's your camera? Let's have a look at the balloon. It's um, gone over. Have you seen my back? Look. What the hell? <laughs> is that, is that a crop top? <laughs> in a back. I think someone tried to abduct him and he, yeah. they couldn't lift him up. That is some kinky stuff. Just stabbed in the back. That's all. Can I ask you a quick question? Looking, looking in the comments, there's been a couple about RTK. Now, I might it might be because it's very late, but what the hell is RTK? Because I'm trying to answer this question. I don't Return to kitchen? It. Is it like, you know, when you're hungry and you're, you're running out of power? <laughs> it's, a, it's a kitchen, all right. You do spell kitchen with a K, don't you? I need to return to kitchen. That's where my wine is. I don't know. RTK is it return to keyboard? Like AFK is away from keyboard? I'm not entirely sure. I'm going with return to kitchen. I think that's inspired. (laughs) If it's not a thing, we should make it a thing. It is now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk. We'll get a mode made. (laughs) I see. No. I I don't like someone answer in chat. Someone Google it. Real time zero. Real time something. Oh no, I'm trying. Offers RTK solution. I think they're trolling us. I think that's what it is. They've done. They've done it. It means nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, I would absolutely cry if you did like you know get info and like dump precision precision GPS. Like it's real time kill mode. Okay, right. Okay. Yes, we will. In that case, the answer is yes, we will be covering RTK. It's uh, the way that you can use multiple GPS systems to give you almost centimeter accuracy with a GPS. So we will be looking at that. I won't be using it, but I'll be talking to the professionals who do and covering it as part of the series. Thank you, everyone, for staying with it. And it obviously is very late because I haven't got that far in the series yet, but we will look at I am planning to look at that. Um, also, on um what is it uh i can't remember something you should uh things you should know or something on youtube hang on i'll look for the video but i say that um the reason why uh gps is free which is quite cool i will i will google it quickly uh, and <laughs> that we uh we call it you know uh, some people don't like it but you know I, i'm quite fond of it uh why is free. It was really cool. I just found it really interesting. They I can't find both, it. <laughs> they use both GPSs, American and Russian, don't they? Uh, DJI do, don't they? It's Russian as well. Yeah, they use both. Is it GLONOS and the American? I, I don't know. I know they use both lots of satellites. The what drips I- here, everyone. And in chat, yo man, oh, yeah, you yeah, guys should yeah. come on. The uh, you got Team Bow for you. You might have Team hanging out. There. I hope you guys are having uh, having a good time. Glonos, because yeah. the world's not flat, flat. There's not much tech involved. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> They're always ripping you, man. Oh man. I, re- I read that uh, in some parts of the world they have to uh, correct for GPS because the the sort of land is moving very slowly. Because it's flat. Because it, it's moving very slowly around the sphere and uh, they have to 
cha change that. And there's some um, some places that GPS doesn't work so well because the roads have moved and things like that. Roads have moved. Yeah, well, the land's moved. I think it's it's something like yeah, because like, we're moving at a thousand mile an hour, if you can believe that. Yeah, well, that's that's when why we helicopter takes off and hovers. The it just it can stay there. The Sarah. mile an hour, and then it lands back down, and then we're in New York. <laughs> I think there should be a, a second podcast just called Flat Earth, and <laughs> and we just discuss it. Quite do. <laughs> Uh, I think I think this is it. Control copy. Link in the chat. Yeah. Why the US military made GPS for free? Cool. Can, can you tell us so we don't have to look at it. Right? No, that's the whole point. I I'm not smart. I kind of feel like I'm missing something here. What's all this licking lens business? It's lens liquor. <laughs> is it something that <laughs> it's, can be said um, on YouTube? It, it's it's, uh, it's when your lens gets dirty. Yes. And, and then you're, you know, like lawn mower, because your props uh, cut all the grass into your lens. Like I always use like... And you've had a crash. Basically, lick, do you lick your lens or not, or do you just wipe it with your T-shirt? I wipe it with my T-shirt. So quite a lot of people lick lenses first and then wipe it with a T-shirt. I get told off, though, because apparently a T-shirt will scratch the lens. So I'm always getting told it, off for that. It could do. But we're all lens lickers here. You're all lens lickers. <laughs> That's a good advert. We're all yeah. lens lickers here. That, yeah. Well, then, to be fair, smashing right. into a wall at 35 miles an hour tends to make a bit of a mess of a lens as well. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> let, let, let's keep things in perspective. I think you'd still lick we're, it. We're, we're on that weird bus, that lens licker bus. <laughs> these, these rumours are all started by the people that sit there polishing their quads, obviously. <laughs> no, not, not guilty of that at all. Oh. So the guy yeah. who uh, Drew, um, you've got a... You polish your quads? No, I don't polish my quads, but I did I did go to the nth degree on one of my latest builds where I did what? decide what? to paint the capacitor Is to match the I am loving all the comments at the moment. Everyone exchanging their best way to lick the lens. This is this is this is interactivity at the highest level. This is awesome. We tried to get it trending last week, but it didn't happen. Maybe this week we can get it going. So should we all be posting then? What what's the hashtag then for this week? <laughs> lens licker, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Hashtag lens licker. Awesome. Everyone needs to do that then. Let's see where we can get that. I know, the, the, like, Steel's got, like, uh, FBV life, or we're, Let's Dragon Out's got lens liquor. <laughs> Great, I just love that. I love... We're in that sunshine <laughs> FBV bus. <laughs> Tony, that's not politically correct. <laughs> oh, this is why we have Andrew. I'm literally tweeting now. Bear with me. Oh, <laughs> This is brilliant. If that trends, I'm going to strangle you. Eating lens liquor. Absolutely brilliant. I know. Patches has got a really cool shirt. Patches made a really wicked shirt of my little cat thing. He did, yeah. Um, uh, check out Green Patches. So jealous. It's a lovely shirt. Shout out to Bradders. Awesome. All I can say is, Gary, i360. 
What? Why doesn't? Um, yeah, has anyone seen uh, Gavin's soldering iron from Western? Yeah, a bit noisy, People yeah. started nicking things from events, and it's not cool. Oh no, it's it's so not. Man, has he honestly wrote? Watch let's drones out. <laughs> Hashtag lens. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Brilliant. Let's have a look. I me- I did message Drew to be like, yo. I think they're probably travelling around though, aren't they? So yeah, it might, might be difficult to do that sort of thing. Yeah. No worries. Um, right, so yeah, should we leave it there, guys? Yeah. That was yeah, sure. awesome. Great. Thank you both very much for uh, jumping on for a chat, uh, Painless and Andy. It's good to have you, Andy. I know we've uh, we tried to sort out a few uh, to get you on, but yeah, yes. brilliant. Thanks ever yeah. so much. No, it's been great to come on, and uh, yeah, apologize that to uh, cancel at short notice last time, but uh, no, it's been great. Oh, that's good. We'll, we'll, oh, life we'll happens. Yes. Welcome back anytime. Thanks. Yeah, I want to come back. It's cool. Yeah. Excellent. You know, I, part of me was hoping you would uh, be running out of time. Who's running out of time? It's a muse lyric, isn't it? Oh right. Yeah. No, time is running out. Oh, that's it. Damn it, I ruined everything. This is why we can have nice things. I was like, I think that's a Muse reference somewhere. But that's, I knew you were going along that line. I'll just put the glasses back on. Hashtag Lind Licker. Hashtag joke fail. Return, return to kitchen. It's <laughs> so great to have Jack back from Laura. Yeah, Aww. I agree. It's nice having you, Jack, I'm... back. Jack. Yeah, yeah here, here. second that, second that. I was, I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was just, yeah, I, Tony's having an effect on me. I was eating chicken nuggets and I, I couldn't eat them anymore. So good. But all good news. I think it's happening. Tony, you have realised, though, that it's obviously his first his first time and is a little bit rusty because we haven't had any talk about men's private parts and he also hasn't talked about unicorns. Maybe next week. That's something to look forward to. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's, that's for the next 10 minutes of Tony, but Tony was distracted by a balloon. <laughs> yeah, it was unidentified until I realised what it was. Oh, we, we should say as well, just quickly, guys, uh, a quick hello, obviously, to all our, all our regulars, but also the RC addict who's uh, just joined in the chat to say hi, uh, another awesome YouTuber and quite insane line of sight pilot. I think that's a bit of a dying, dying art with quadcopters, but um, yeah, he's, he's a very, very good line of sight pilot. So, hey, Seth, how you doing? And uh, yeah, I think that's probably us about there. Yeah. Yeah. Stage, yeah. We good? All right, cool. Thank you and good night. Welcome back. Nice right, one. See you guys. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Peace out. Telemetry lost. Jack, is it worthwhile just explaining for those of the audience who don't know about Tony's cock? <laughs>